welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I am so wicked excited today. You want to know why? Can you even holy moly Jesus Christ on a cracker believe that this is my 200th episode? Two zero zero two hundred. I have been doing this podcast for almost, it'll be four three it's been at least three years but i i just can't even believe it i am so jazzed i'm just a little pat on the back a little pat on the back for myself <laughs> i have been consistent i have been showing up week after week after week after week 200 episodes this is like a little mini celebration so if you can hear the sound of my voice Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being uh, either a loyal listener or perhaps a new listener, or maybe you're somebody who just pops in from time to time. But um, I think this sucker is airing in January 2023. And if it does, here's the thing I want to say is uh, thank you for starting off the year with me. Uh, I don't know. You might listen to this at another time of year, but any time is a good time. <laughs> to be together. So just thank you so much to everybody who has helped to make the show a success, who has been tuning in, who has shared this sucker, who has reviewed it, left a good rating on Apple, who's let people know, like all of it. You know, this is a collaborative effort. We often say like, what's the, who said it? No man is an island unto himself. I can't remember who said it. Oh, somebody smarter than me. Remind me who said that. Um, but so this is a collaborative effort of artistry and self-expression and communication and all of it. So I appreciate you so much for being here. Really from my heart to yours, it just means so much to me. So I just wanted to do a little celebration dance. And if you're new to the show, Hi, I'm KK. I'm Karen Kenny. Uh, I'm a lot of things. I'm a certified spiritual mentor. I'm a certified hypnotist. I am, I've been a yoga teacher for over 24 at this point. I don't know. Years. <laughs> it's been a wicked long time. Uh, I've done Thai yoga massage in the past. I am a writer, a speaker, a storyteller. I obviously have a podcast. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, I'm a gateless writing instructor. I do transformational retreats. Uh, I do all kinds of shit, basically. <laughs> Whenever, you know, Americans love to ask that question. What do you do? And I'm always like, I don't know. I do a lot of things. Like, what do you mean? Uh, what they really usually mean is how do you make your money? But I do a lot of things. I've also been vegan for over 20 years. So 
it's a lot and etc 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 but anyways thank you for coming to the show listening hanging out you might be listening to this you might be watching this so some of you may not know if you are a listener that you can also watch these episodes over on youtube just just go in there and type in the karen kenny show and you will find that sucker Okay, I want to dive into today's episode. Uh, I'm calling this, I think, the value of having a menta. M-E-N-T-O-I. <laughs> I just start laughing. It's hard for me to say that letter. M-E-N-T-O-I. Ah, as in Robert, right? So menta, uh, the value of having a menta. And here's here's how the inspiration for this episode came. So my sweetie, some of you may or may not know, my husband, my sweetie, Chris Lesta, is a, an incredibly talented professional musician, uh, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, a producer, he does it all. And uh, he has a gig locally uh, at a place and um, he got some, he grabbed some food while he was there. And inside, one of the fortune cookies. <laughs> I always say it like this. My spiritual team is wicked funny, right? I always say S-T-O-T-J, spiritual team on the job. So my spiritual team is wicked funny. And it talks to me. I always say it will use whoever or whatever to uh, share information with me, to inspire me, to enlighten me, to teach me, right? To help me to wake the fuck up, whatever. But sometimes it just sends me cute little messages. So I shit you not, we got this fortune cookie, little message. I'm holding it in my hand. For those of you who are listening and not watching, I'm holding it up. And I highlighted it. And I'm going to hold it up to the screen in a minute so you can see what it actually says. But we got this fortune cookie and I opened it up and I was like, you got to be shitting me. This is so perfect because it's what I'm often talking about. So if this episode had a subtitle, it would say how mentors save you time, money, mistakes, energy, and sometimes in parentheses, heartache, right? A pain in the ass. It saves you a pain in the ass. <laughs> and so I'm always saying that, like one of the great benefits of having a menta is that we save you time. We save you money. We save you energy. We save you from making some mistakes. We save you from pains in the asses and uh, sometimes heartaches. And so to get this, I'm going to, and again, I'll read it to you and then I'll show it to you. This is what it says. It's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. It's a little fortune cookie. It says, a menta is someone whose hindsight can become your foresight. Come on. When I, okay, I'll say it again. A menta is someone whose hindsight can become your foresight. I was like, this is so good. <laughs> I'm just like grabbing my face with my hands. When I got that, I was like, what? My sweetie's like, read this sucker. I was like, oh my, well, he did probably didn't say sucker. He's like, he's like, check this out. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best. Okay. So this is what we're going to talk about. Okay. So here's, here's how, here's how successful mentors, good mentors can save you time and money and mistakes and energy. I've been saying this for a really long time. Now, before I dive in, I got to clear up the caveat that some people, when they think of the word menta, they often think of it as a relationship that either happens organically or naturally um, just through a person, like per two people, 
Um, sometimes maybe it's a little bit more like a group of people being in proximity to each other or being in the same field or whatever. And then naturally like a relationship just starts to occur. And a lot of times those kind of mentor and mentees, mentor and trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to use my, uh, make my mouth shapes so I can try to say the word properly, but it's not going to happen. So between the mentor and the mentee, um, those relationships are often not uh, there, meaning there's no money that exchanges hands. That is not what I do. What I do is I am a professional mentor, right? I have been uh, trained and taught and certified. So when people enter into mentoring relationship with me, now there have been obviously times uh, in the past as a yoga studio owner where I had younger yoga teachers or new yoga teachers who would come in teach at my space or whatever, where I would just help and guide people. And so I have done a lot of free mentorship, trust me, in my life. That's not what I do now. Now I get paid for my services, for my offers, and for the work that I do. And my one-to-one mentorship, um, spiritual mentorship, which includes, right, subconscious reprogramming, neuroscience, integrative hypnosis, and spiritual mentorship, and a bunch of other stuff, right? Ways to reduce anxiety, a ton of tools, the spiritual toolkit. So in the quest, though, that is a one-to-one paid, right, uh, spiritual mentorship situation. And then in the nest, I do it in a group format. So it's still spiritual mentorship, but it is not one-to-one. And that is a membership in a community. Um, So both of those are paid. So I just don't want people to be confused what I'm talking about here. So there are plenty and lots of mentoring opportunities to be mentored a lot of times, maybe in your business or your field or whatever, where you can find somebody who will just kind of take you under their wing and guide you and lead you. I think a lot of the, what I'm talking about today is going to apply, whether it is a um, just a supportive kind of organic relationship that happens versus when you actually seek somebody out to help your ass. <laughs> when you When you realize like, oh, I have, I have some symptoms that are going on. I have some issues. I have a problem. I have some situation. I got a problem and I need some support. I need some help. I need somebody who has already maybe walked this path, done this thing, gone before me, who can now support me and what the possibility of the outcome or the results or the healing or the transformation or whatever the thing is, it is worth it to me to invest in that, invest in myself and actually pay for their education, right? Because that's what you're really paying for. And I'm going to, I'm going to dial into how a mentor can help you save time, energy, all that stuff. But I, all this, this piece is important is that you're not just paying a mentor for their time. A lot of people try to, 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 to do the math. I always say, oh, they're doing the long math. And so they'll try to break down a price based on hours. And well, I'm going to be hanging out with you for this many hours online or doing it. And I'm like, no, 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 you are paying. You are paying for the years, the years, sometimes a lifetime's worth of experience. The education that that mentor, the investments at the level that they poured into themselves, how they went first and invested in mentors and coaches and stuff so that they could now come back. I often talk about mentors jokingly is like, you know, the mentors ran out of the, the burning building, like they ran out of the fire. 
right? Then they spent some time under the medical tent getting healed, right? Doing what they needed to do, to go within, to do the work, to heal themselves, to gather resources, to find things out, to make the fucking mistakes, to have, have it all so that now they have enough resources internally and externally around them that they can go back with quote unquote, I'm doing little air quotes, buckets of water to put out, to help put out the other people that are still on fire. <laughs> so, right. I often say to people, oh, I'm, I'm in the emergency tent. Like I'm, I'm in the healing tent, putting those, putting those shiny, like I think of it like, cause I used to have a lot of clients that were, um, <laughs> excuse me, professional triathletes. If you've ever been to an Ironman race, by the time they're, by the time they come across the finish line, they always have like a little resting area, a little medical tent. And they have those shiny, like they look like aluminum foil blankets that they wrap around people. Like they throw the metal over their, ne their neck and they announce that they're a finisher. You are an Ironman. And then a lot of times it's like, give the, give that person a seat or some water or, or a blanket or one of those shiny aluminum things. And that's what I see mentors are often doing is we're hanging out in that recovery area, you know, administering support and CPR to people, right? Okay, so I think you get my point of what I'm trying to say. So it's not just like, oh, I'm paying them for their time. No, you are paying them for their years and years of experience. You're paying them for their insight. You're paying them for their resources. Sometimes in some appropriate cases, they're networking, their connections, right? There's a lot that goes into it. Okay. A mentor is someone whose hindsight can become your foresight. So one of the greatest ways that they save you time is that a mentor can actually shorten the learning curve for you. So, you know, I think I've talked about this before on other episodes, but if you know anybody who's into mountaineering, people who like climb mountains or they go to other countries to like climb the highest, you know, peaks and mountain ranges or whatever, they usually find local people to Sherpa them up the mountain. People who know the lay of the land, people who have climbed the mountain many, 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 many times. So they know the landscape, they know the places. And so they can kind of come back now and say, okay, the Sherpa, and I, so you can like, in this case, let's just call me, uh, this is not what I call myself, but just for the sake of this example, spiritual Sherpa, right? So, okay. So I've already climbed up the mountain and come down. And I'm not saying I'm at the mountaintop, like some guru. Don't be weird. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to give you an example, a visual example. Okay. But so usually they find somebody local to Sherpa. And that's because this person knows the atmosphere. They know where the oxygen gets a little like, uh, you know, light. They know how high you're climbing. So they can map it out and say, hey, here's where you set up base camp. This is where you are right now. This is where you want to like set things up come back to baseline, right? Get, get, have your resources, your food, your sleeping bag, whatever. Now, as we're going on this journey, it's kind of like, okay, this is the place where you're going to want to take a rest or take extra sips of oxygen because you're going to need it because the elevation is going up, right? When you start to stretch yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually outside of your comfort zone, they're like, here's how you can get resources, how you can resource yourself and borrow some of my oxygen. You know what I'm saying? Here's a bush where you can like go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? Relieve yourself, whatever. Here's the place where if you're not careful, you could lose your footing and slide down the mountain, right? And crash. Here's where you, you get my point, right? So they kind of have already know the lay of the land. 
So one of the ways that a good um, menta, and in my case, right, because this is this is what I can talk about, because this is what I do as a spiritual menta, is we can kind of say like, hey, I'm going to help you to save you time and energy because I'm going to shorten the learning curve. And it's not only, <laughs> excuse me, um, one of the ways that they 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 save you time is that because we've already gone ahead, a good mentor has often, not always, but often has gone ahead and already made the mistakes. We've already made the mistakes and we've learned from our own experiences. And we've also learned from our other clients, right? By watching other people do the same thing. So we are able to make our report, as I always jokingly say, we can come back and make the report of not only our own mistakes, but also the mistakes of other people who have already gone ahead and done it too, that we've seen countless times. Oh yeah, here's the place where they always trip and fall. Here's the place where they start to run out of steam, right? Here's the place where they start to get in their own way. Here's the place where they start to bitch and moan and complain or whatever. So having that hindsight and giving it to you so it becomes your foresight, you now know what to look out for. The other thing we do is we know the resources. Like, for example, I'm going to be teaching a class, right, on um, inside um, a group that I'm in for integrative hypnotists. And I've been asked to share about like starting a podcast. And I'm like, okay, so this is a perfect example. I've already got, I'm on my 200th episode. So now I have something value to be able to go back to people who are just beginning their journey or who want to like start a podcast or do a thing. And I can say, hey, here's the mic that I use. Here's the, the sound thing that I use. Here's the light that I use. These are the resources. Here's, do you want it? Like I've already gathered a bunch of shit. So now I can go back and give it to people and they're going to be like, holy shit, this is so valuable because she's already done all the work. She's done the resources. She's found this stuff out. She's switched, you know, uh, podcast host. She's had help. She's tried to do it on whatever. Y you picking up what I'm putting down? And it's the same thing, whether you're hiring a business coach, whether you're hiring um, as, even as an entrepreneur, who hires a spiritual mentor because you find yourself, yeah, you have all this strategy, but you're still not implementing. Why is that KK? And I'd say, well, first, before you start doing the journey out, you got to take that journey in. Like we have to go in there and take a look at some stuff. So mentors are really great because we bring practical real life experience and that shit is priceless. It's not theory. It's not just us reading some book and then trying to regurgitate it back. It's like, hey, this is what happened when I tried this. And when three of my friends tried this or three of my other clients, this is what we found out. And then, you know, the mentee can take that and apply it to their own life. <clears throat> we save you energy because you're not trying to, to reinvent the wheel and start things from scratch. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't put your own spin on things. You won't find your own way. You won't take certain things and make them your own. For example, like a daily spiritual practice. That's one of the things that I often help people to do is to create, you know, some sort of rituals in their life that help them to feel more connected to themselves, to self, to source, to spirit right? Because uh, hello, most people don't come to a spiritual mentor unless that they want to do some of the spiritual stuff, right? It would just wouldn't it would be kooky monkeys. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense. So 
right? So we save you energy and time by being able, it's like collapsing time because we're like, hey, here's what I can help you, you know, tell you about meditation, about prayer, about contemplation, about journaling, about a gratitude practice, about, again, I'm just throwing things out there. There's a thousand ways, right? About, you know, the four pillars, like taking good care of your physical self, taking good care of your mental self, taking good care of your emotional life, taking good care of your spiritual life, right? And, and saying, I have gathered all this stuff. Not only that, here are some fantastic resources. So you're not having to go out and, and like, you know, go on Amazon or go on Google or like, you know, try to find like, what book should I read about this? Or what should I do about that? Because usually a wicked good mentor in your field of study or what you're trying to heal or transform or get results that, you know, the potential of whatever, the possibility of things, you know, usually you're not going to hire somebody to do something that it's not their field of expertise, right? People aren't going to come to me to learn how to, uh, you know, fix car engines. That's not what I do. <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of funny, actually, if somebody tried to do that. Okay. So here's the thing. You want to find mentors who have successfully done the thing that you are trying to do. And this is why it's important to look at not just their quote unquote online presence and how good they are at marketing. One of my mentors, I remember asking them one time about somebody else in our field who does something similar. Somebody that I was thinking about maybe investing time, energy, and money with, right? And I said, um, I understand professional courtesies and we're not here to tear each other down, backstab, talk shit about anybody else, but I'm about to make a significant investment and you know more about this particular thing in person than I probably do. Can you just give me your honest and, and your really honest uh, and direct thoughts? And they said it very kindly. They said, what I will say about so-and-so is that they're really good at marketing. And what that told me is that a lot of times the substance, right? Um, how do I say this? It's not that the person wasn't really talented and hasn't helped a lot of people or whatever, I'm sure. But a lot of times people have more performative function. They're really good at marketing their shit and maybe not having what you're getting, right? What you're actually getting from the service or the learning or the course or whatever um, is not as great. So this is why, you know, if you want to hire somebody who uh, has successfully done what you now want to do, and whether that's having more happiness, more peace, more um, inner resources, being able to self-resource, being able to help themselves stop being so anxious, being able to, whatever the thing is, somebody who, you know, if you're hiring like a book coach or a book mentor, somebody who's actually finished writing a book or whatever, not that you have to, you know, I need to put this caveat in there, not that you have to be um, a published author to know how to help people get words on the page, right? So that might not have been the best example, but I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. You know, a lot of people out there are able to throw around words and give advice and mock it really well and make shit look a particular way, but fewer people have actually gone and done the damn thing. Fewer people have actually gone and, and uh, you know, walk the walk and, and what they're preaching, right? They've actually practiced, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you want to be looking for uh, in a mentor is, has this person, you know, not just, not just theoretically look good on paper, 
right? Do they speak it? Do they live it? Do they embody it? Do they act it? And I know sometimes that can be had with social media to know, but just do your homework. Do your homework. I guess that's what I'm going to say about that. Okay. Um, so here, here's the thing. So we shorten the learning term, learning curve. We save you time. We can also save you money because <laughs> rather than you going out and trying to, to, to like shop around and, and do this, like at some point, and I'll, I'll speak from my own personal experience. At some point, you just have to decide like, okay, I've tried all this other shit. I'm done running around trying the cheap options, right? Like trying to find like the, the get rich quick scheme or the fast way to, and I understand when you're suffering, when you feel stuck, when you feel scared, right? When you're in a place where shit just does not feel good, you want the quick fix. You want that, that, that thing that says like get rich quick or heal in 30 days or lose, you know, fucking get, get like, you know, whatever, all the bullshit that we get sold on the internet. Um, you know, I understand wanting something that's fast, but what happens is those things often tend to be fast and cheap, right? But they don't quite take you deep enough to actually get the result that you desire. So at some point, I just had to say, um, I don't want to, I'm, I'm done with all the noise. And this is for me, um, as we're heading into this new year, one of the things for me is just like way less consuming, way more creating, like just turning down the dial of input that's coming in, except for a handful, it's not even a handful, a few, right? Teachers and mentors that I have that I will be, and I've already invested, right? And will be, I'm investing again in this month in my own growth and learning so that I can take that stuff that I learn and bring it back to my clients, bring it back to my members in the nest, bring it back to my one-to-one, -one, right? People that I work with in the quest. I, I always say there's nothing better I can invest in than myself, my own self-knowledge, my own self-awareness, my own self-growth, my own self-healing, my own self-education, being able to learn and put that stuff into practice so I can start to embody it, have my own kind of wisdom and insight around it so I can bring it back to people. So a lot of times what a mentor does and how we save you money is we go ahead and take a particular training. We, we buy the books, we buy the courses, we do those things. And then we bring it back to you. So that way it saves you from having to run around and trying to like do something over here, do something over here, do something over there, do something over there. Because what a lot of what the ego has us do and what a lot of offers out there online do is they kind of invite you into an experience. And, and, and if you're, you're listening and not watching, I'm kind of holding my hands up in front of uh, my face and I'm about to swing my arms out wide to the sides, right? So they go like this. It's like spreading, spreading out. So there's a lot of breath, right? There's a lot of going out. There's a lot of horizontal and there's not a lot of depth, the vertical living. And what a good mentor does when you spend time together with them, three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever it is, is you have an opportunity to go deep, to actually be with and talk with and learn from and listen and communicate and bounce ideas off of and share. Because you're part of the equation too, and we're going to get to that in a minute, 
right? It's not just like, oh, come and like the Menta is the all, you know, mighty and powerful Oz. So much of the work that I do as a Menta is like, I like to rip back that curtain, right? We, I always joke about this and say, hey, right? The person behind the curtain is you. You're the one that has the power. You're the one that has the ability. Sometimes we just need a little help. And I always say what a wicked good, first of all, good mentors, good mentors often have good mentors. Good mentors know, we're smart enough to know, right? To have good mentors ourselves, number one. Number two, um, good mentors also know that you, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, because all of a sudden what I wanted to say, like just flitted, it just left my mind like a little bird. It just flew out and we're back. Okay. What good mentors also do is we hold the vision and the strength and the possibility for you, right? We hold the vision and the strength and the possibility of you for you until you are ready to accept it and receive it and run with it yourself. I always say I have no interest in creating codependent relationships. This is not about coming and bowing at the feet of your mentor. Like, you know, like, like a lot of people like give their power away, like a hundred percent to their quote unquote guru, right. Or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is an opportunity for you to be able to start to see just how fucking powerful you actually are that you can self-resource, that you do have within you a lot of answers. Now, the way that I meant it, that is sometimes a little bit different is that, and it's why like, um, you know, for me, how do I say this without sounding like a jerk? I think that there's a lot of fantastic talk therapy out there. I think there are a lot of powerful and amazing therapists out there doing incredible work. I have to say that first and foremost. Um, but I will also say that for me, what I never wanted was that traditional kind of way that therapy is often talked about, which is that the therapist is a little bit like kind of like emotionally removed and they're not there to give advice. They're just there to listen. They're there to ask good questions. Um, so, you know, you might come in really upset about something and they're like, I don't know what to do. And they'll say something like, well, how does that make you feel? Or, you know, what would you da, 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 da. So like a good therapist is usually pretty good at asking, you know, questions and, and trying to help you to understand. But there's like, there's a little bit of aloof, aloofness or distance there. And I, I understand healthy boundaries and good boundaries. Again, I'm not talking about all therapists all the time, but there have been times in my life where I didn't want to have to set, like figure out some riddle. I, if I, cause I always say, I'm a very proactive person. If I knew what to do, I would do it. If I knew the answer already, if I could have accessed it myself, I would have. But sometimes we need help right now, right away. And I don't have the time to just sit around and talk about my feelings. I want somebody to give me insight, to give me advice, to give me action steps, to give me practices, to give me tools, to give me rituals and things that I can try out to see if they can help me to help myself. And that's the kind of mentor that I am. I like to give resources. I like to give tools. I like to empower people by helping them to understand that they can empower themselves, that healing. I, I'm not the healer. I'm not the one doing the healing, but I can 
do my best to create the environment where healing could possibly happen or the beginning of healing can happen or the light starts to shine a little bit in that darkness. And when you're in the dark, you don't want to be told, well, just keep feeling around. How does it feel? You're like, can somebody please help me learn how to turn on the light? And that's one of the things that a good mentor does. And it's why it's so valuable. It can be so valuable, especially when you're having what feels like, uh, you know, quote unquote, a dark night of the soul. You want to know that somebody is in your corner and that they see you and that they hear you and that they're there for you. You know, one of my clients just uh, left me the most fantastic message the, uh, a couple of weeks ago saying, you know, one of, the, one of the greatest things about, um, one of the things I love, I think is what she said. I want to make sure I'm quoting her correctly, but she's like, one of the things that I love is I can tell that you genuinely want me to be happy. Like my happiness is so important to you. Like I can tell that you really care and that you really like um, are like rooting for me and like cheering me on and trying to help me, you know, help myself. And it felt so good to know that my true intention from my hat was being felt and, and, and how good that felt for my clients to be on the, re the receiving end of that. I'm not aloof. If you listen to this show, you can tell I'm very passionate about this work that I do. I don't, it's, I have good boundaries. I have good, you know, quote unquote, whatever that means, professional boundaries. I have good boundaries, um, but you know, I'm not enmeshed in like in it and like whatever. Because a good mentor can't do that either. You know, if, if I've always said, one of the greatest things that I can do for my clients is to hold a vision of them as they truly, really are, not where they are in their current experience, where they might feel scared or separate or overwhelmed or lost or confused and all, you know, the thousands of reasons, you know, the different reasons why people come to work with me. It's not my job to meet them in that, that, that place of difficulty and suffering. And what I mean by that is I don't join them on the same level of mind of feeling stuck. My job is to hold the vision of them as they really are. And I often will say happy, healthy, healed, whole, and holy, because it's only from that place that I can actually be resourceful and be valuable and be helpful. It doesn't mean that I don't show up with kindness and compassion and empathy. And I listen and of course, all those things, but I'm not joining them at that same level because two people don't need to be in the dark hole because somebody needs to be up there to help pull the other one out. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's important because if you cannot see your client in your mind as being successful, as being able to heal, as being able to overcome or have the transformation or have the result, then you can't actually fucking help them. And that's one of the ways that we can gauge whether or not it's an appropriate or the right client or a good fit. Okay. So there's so much, you guys, there is so much that goes into mentorship and what makes a good mentor. And there's so much value for a mentee, right? Again, if they do their homework, you know, um, mentors help you to, to come to learn things that you do not know yet. You might like, cause again, we go back to that 
I know. People love to say, I know. And I'm like, no, you don't know. You intellectually think you know. What you mean is you might understand, but you don't know. You know, there's that great ancient saying, I think it's Lao Tzu who said it, Lao Tzu, who said, to know and not yet do is to not yet know. And a lot of people say, I know. And I'm like, no, you don't know. Because if you knew, you wouldn't have fucking hired me. You'd be doing it and you wouldn't need me. (laughs) So a lot of times we understand something, but we don't know it yet. We haven't applied it. We haven't lived it. We haven't experienced it. And what a good mentor can do is say, hey, I've been through this. I had this experience, right? I lost somebody too. I've been through this grief process. I've X, Y, and Z. I've overcome this. I've healed from this. I've done this, right? Not only that, because just because you went through something, I see this a lot, a lot in the coaching world and the business coaching entrepreneurial space too, where People think, well, just because I did it, now you can do it by following my method and my way of doing it. If you cannot meet people individually where they're at and know how to teach them and walk along beside them, just because you've done it doesn't mean you know how to teach it. There's a difference between doing a thing and then being able to break it down and understand what happened and how you got there and then how to teach it to different people with different ways of learning. There's a lot, you guys, that goes into this whole thing, okay? So, you know, really the thing is, is a lot of times we may not have been in your exact shoes But when a client is a good fit, it's because we believe that um, we've been close enough in the proximity of the shoes (laughs) that we can help repair the shoes, polish the shoes, shine the shoes, say, hey, this is where the shoes need to walk to next, right? And I always say, right, if you want, if you want the divine as a spiritual mentor, I'm like, speaking of little shoes walking and taking action, you know, if you want the divine right? To help you, right? If you want the divine, I always say, if you, if you want the divine to help you, you better be willing to move your own feet and get in the game and get some action. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So a mentor is somebody that um, you can also get support from, right? Who doesn't want that? Somebody in your corner championing you, right? Like Rocky, like Mick was in the corner, you know, and like Rocky, you go back to the corner and get some water and spit it out and get his, you know, cut me, Mick. He can like get his, his eye bandaged up and he can get some pointers, right? He can get some support. And that's one of the great things about having somebody in your corner. So you get support for your personal life, your professional life, right? Depending on the kind of the mentor it is, like as a spiritual mentor, your whole life is your spiritual life. Who and how you are being and thinking and the stories you're telling yourself, the habits, the patterns, like all that stuff, your subconscious mind, it shows up in both your personal life and your professional life. So all areas of your life get touched when you do um, spiritual mentoring. Um, Okay. We shorten the learning curve. We save you time and money. We often will eliminate difficulties for you because again, we went first. We can point out the potholes, the places like, hey, have you done this? Did you do this? Can you do this? Talk to somebody about that, right? Really able to do that. And a lot of times you can access right people's um, resources and sometimes depending on the relationship networks. 
Not always though, right? I mean, it has to be appropriate. And uh, so I don't want to speak for all mentors or whatever, but I just wanted uh, to say that too. Uh, also, here's the thing. You want to make sure that, you know, because uh, now I'm kind of moving into a little bit of when you're looking for a mentor, you want somebody has who has a, like a strong character, a really good, really good character and really good integrity. Um, you know, sometimes you, you know, it's, it's based on often reputation. One of the great gifts for me of having this podcast is that people get an opportunity to get a little bit more of a sense of me before coming to work with me. It's also what the nest is like too. The nest is a great place if you're considering like doing one-to-one work with me. But on this podcast, like this is who I am and how I am. Like you guys get to see it, right? So there's no like surprises. If you come to work with me, it's just basically just me, right? Me with the accent, the potty melt, the whole thing, me just being myself. I don't all of a sudden switch into like, all of a sudden I'm totally different. So this is a great way to get to see if it's a good energetic fit. Because it's all energetics too, in some ways, right? The energy exchange is really important and it has to feel good. It doesn't mean I have to be a cabin copy of you, right? That's not what you want. You, you sometimes want somebody who might, you know, have a new perspective, a different perspective. And when I say a higher perspective, I mean, they're like above the battleground of it. They're not in it. They're not in the weeds or in the trenches, right? They have a little bit higher perspective now. Um, and we're often able to see things, right? This is when I talk about how mentors are really great with, with, with the, with the BS, right? My, the BS that the, the no BS approach that I kind of have to spiritual mentorship, right? Which is we help you with the bullshit, the beliefs and the stories that no longer serve you and the blind spots, right? So one of the things that mentors do, and George Lucas, you guys know who George Lucas is. He's a producer. He's a film director. He's a screenwriter, you know, Star Wars. He has this great quote that I want to share with you. He says, mentors have a way of seeing more of our faults than we would like. It's the only way we grow. Mentors have a way of seeing more of our faults than we would like. And it's the only way that we grow. And what I mean by that is I, we don't necessarily have to call them faults. We can call them blind spots. We can call them beliefs. We can call them habitual ways of thinking. We can call them the stories that we tell, self-perspective, self-talk, the way people engage with themselves in the world around them, the ways that they trip themselves up and get in their own fucking way and keep making choices that don't serve them, right? Mentors usually have the ability to have, again, we have hindsight which becomes your foresight because we can say, hey, I noticed this. You know, and one of my clients said to me the other day, she said, you know, the amazing thing about talking with you, KK, is that you, you just see things. Like you just hear and see things. Like you just pick up on things. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> right? Somebody once said about me. And I, I don't think it's always easy for people. She's like, not much gets past you, huh? And I'm like, well, I mean, part of it, part of it, let's just call it, let's be totally transparent. When you grow up as a little kid with a lot of trauma and with a nervous system that is always, right? Like all ner nervous systems are asking, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? You know, growing up in an environment, uh, in, in, a, in a household, in a life, in a town, in a city, whatever, like I did, 
Um, I was always hyper aware of my environment because that's how I survived. That's how I stayed alive. Like that's how I was gauging what might be coming next, checking out the vibe of the room, the energy of the room, right? What was somebody's body language? What was their tone of voice? What are their eyes doing? What are their hands doing? Right. And so, um, it's, it's in the beginning, right? It was a survival mechanism that I've turned into one of my own little superpowers of being able to really pay attention. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not, I'm not friggin' Yoda, right? Like, I'm not like, you know, but, <clears throat> or whatever, you know, but I, I, one of my jobs is to really pay attention and be present to really listen, to listen for what's being said, to, to listen for what's not being said, right? Kind of reading between the lines and being able to um, see how somebody's mouth is saying one thing, but their eyes are saying something totally different or their body is saying something totally different. Oh my God. So, you know, there's just a lot, you guys. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on, but let's, before we leave, right? Um, the emotional benefits of having you know, um, a mentor is, again, you have that emotional support. Um, again, we have, uh, you can learn from somebody who's been where you've been. So you feel a little bit more seen, you feel less alone, you feel like this person gets me. And that's one of the biggest things is so many people feel lonely, they feel alone, they feel like they don't belong, they feel like they don't fit in. And being able to spend time with somebody who yes, you're paying them. But again, they're there during that time. And they hopefully would not have taken you on as a client unless they really think that they can help you and really be valuable to you and really help you to have, you know, the results. But you've got to show up to be a good mentee, right? Uh, as a mentee, you know, you also have a responsibility in this, in this relationship. And I always say to my clients, help me to help you. Help me to help you. And one of the ways that you can help if you do decide to ever come work with me or work with a mentor, and I'll tell you how to, how to work with me if you, if you, at the end of this, right? So here are some tips. Here are some tips, <laughs> little helpful hints on how to be a good mentee. I made myself a list. Number one, be committed. Don't half asset. If you're going, here's the thing. If you're going to invest, right? If you're going to invest your time in your attention, then be intentional with your time. Show up, right? Be respectful of your time. Be respectful of your mentor's time. Don't waste anybody's time, right? So show up on the calls and be clear about what you're doing there. There's a reason why I have a call at the beginning, right? To see if I'm a good fit with somebody or whether or not I should maybe refer them to somebody else. Maybe that's the better thing because I want to make sure that I, I get a sense of them, that they get a sense of me, that it feels like a good fit, that I feel like I can actually really help them. I'm not here just to make money. I'm not interested in taking somebody's money and not feeling like I can actually, um, you know, give them their money's worth or, or whatever. And, you know, you can't put a price tag on the stuff that you're learning. I mean, in spiritual mentoring, in this work of uh, in the quest, again, with the integrative hypnosis, with uh, neuroscience, the neuroplasticity, subconscious reprogramming, right? Me, that all the years of me being a yoga teacher, being able to kind of look at that through the body, right? The somatic experience of that breath work, all the, all the shit, right? That, that my kind of kaleidoscope 
experience that I get to bring to the table. You know, it's like, you also though got to know what you're trying to get out of this relationship. So I'm there to go like, okay, this is what they're saying they want to do. So you've got to have a little bit of clarity yourself. And that's why I have that pre-call. So I can see like, what are you really wanting to change? What are you really wanting to heal? What are you really wanting to quote unquote fix, right? Solve. I'm doing like little air quotes because people don't need to be fixed. A lot of times it's um, a broken pattern or, or, or a, a dysfunctional way of thinking that's no longer helpful or they're telling stories that don't actually support them and where they want to go, right? But people are not broken. They might have, um, you know, again, dysfunctional patterns or ways of doing things that aren't serving them, that aren't helpful, that keep them stuck, that keep them in a victim loop, that keep them in anxiety, whatever, there's a thousand things, right? So, but you've got to know what do you really want to get out of it? And sometimes just through a conversation, your vision, right? With somebody who knows how to ask good questions, of course, helps you to kind of formulate what your vision really is and what you really want to do. Number one, you also got to be honest and vulnerable. I always say to people, I can't help you if you're not willing to be transparent and honest and vulnerable with me. Because I don't want to spend time trying to dig around corners and play peekaboo and figure out. I'm like, come to the table and be willing, be willing to show me your hand. Because, you know, there's a, a saying in some 12-step programs that say you're only as sick as your secrets. So if we want to really go deep and kind of get down to a root thing, and be able to, uh, you know, come up with some creative solutions and use some really good tools. I don't want to be bringing a sledgehammer when I really need a tiny tweezer, right? And I also don't want to be showing up with a Phillips screwdriver when I need a chainsaw. <laughs> so you being able to tell your Amenta, right? Be open, be honest. That's the other thing. You got to be honest and vulnerable. You also have to be curious. It's one of the things I always say at the beginning of a, a, of a session is like, Show up with open ears, ears by on your head, the things you hear through, ears, open mind, open heart, and open-handed. We have to be willing to let go of the ways we always done things, the ways that we've always been, the ways that we think of ourselves, the identity that we have, we have to show up and we have to be curious, show up in curiosity instead of judgment. You also got to be learnable. I know it's not a word, but it's a word I, I use all the time. You got to be willing to learn, willing to do things a little bit differently. You got to be willing to get a little bit of insight or feedback or, hey, this is what I'm noticing. Do you want to hear what I'm noticing? And be willing to say yes, even if it might be a little bit comfy, uncomfy. And a good mentor will be able to do that lovingly, but directly right? Not, not always pussyfooting around it, not trying to be like, oh, I don't know, tiptoeing. I, I, I'm not sure how to, no, loving, but firm, direct, right? That's what you get when you work with me. I'm not here to waste anybody's time. I'm not here to also make your nervous system freak out and be afraid. So we can do it in a, in a container that um, hopefully your nervous system will find safe enough that it will be able to receive it, okay? You have to be willing to listen. Oh my God, this is a big one. You gotta be willing to listen. You gotta be willing to pay attention. 
show up prepared, show up on time, show up and dive in. Because the only thing, like, I'm like, why waste your money? Why waste your time and energy that you can't get back? Why waste your resources that could be put to good use, right? So make the investment in yourself and then take that investment seriously. Because here's the thing, that's, that's what I was trying to say earlier. And then, so, and we're back. <laughs> um, this work is priceless. I don't say that arrogantly. I'm being, this is what I really believe. You know, here in the, in the capitalistic structure of how we exchange goods, like, you know, you go to the grocery store, you pay five bucks, you get a five pound bag of carrots. You know what I'm saying? That's the exchange in America. There's, there's that capitalistic thing. So here, you know, we do the exchange. You pay money and then you get all this, whatever it is that the offer or the service or the program is. The thing about the stuff that I'm teaching and sharing and offering though, is it stuff that is going to continue to serve you your whole entire life. It will help you and support you in your personal life. It will help you and support you in your marriage. If you're a parent, like in your communication, in your family, it's also going to help you in your professional and business life. I've also been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, but the spiritual principles and the things that you're learning, they're applicable in all areas of your life. So it's really weird to try and put a price tag on that, but we live in where we live and this is how we do things. But what I'm trying to say is you learning how to get out of your own way, how to speak more kindly to yourself, learning how to self-resource, learning how to interrupt a pattern in your mind, like neuroplasticity, creating new neural networks in your mind, creating more empowering beliefs creating more connection to self-source and spirit, getting to know yourself better and on and on and on. Oh my God, it's priceless. But of course you got to put a price on it so people can, you know, they know where to go and to, to like how much they got to invest and like how to do that, how to save for it or how to show up and pay the bill. You know what I'm saying? You also got to be willing to participate in your own healing. You know, I think about how much power people often give away to doctors, to people that they think are special or have special powers of any kind. That could be anything from psychics to like people who, um, you know, write prescriptions. And a lot of times people will be like, can you just give me the pill to fix me? Can you just, you know, just tell me what my future is going to be or like whatever. And I'm like, that's not what we do here. In this work, you have to be a, a participant. You have to be a collaborator. You have to be a co-creator. You have to show up and be willing to participate in your own well-being and your own healing. So that means you got to do the work. You got to be willing. You can't just show up and say, all right, tell me, you know, I just got to read this book and listen to this podcast and do this solve. It's like, mm -mm -mm. with nervous system regulation with retraining the brain, with, you know, using tools to pattern interrupts, to stop the old ways of being, to, to recreating a new identity, transforming your story to your glory. It's your story. It's your glory. You have to be in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. I'm about to wrap this up because I can go on and on and on, as you can tell. The other thing is you have to be willing to be, you have to be accountable. 
You know, a lot of people hire mentors for accountability. And yes, of course, that's there. But you could still show up on the call and say, no, I didn't listen to that. No, I didn't do that. No, I didn't practice that. I didn't listen to my hypnosis audios. I didn't I didn't um, practice the pattern interrupts. No, I didn't do any of the things you told me to do. And it would be worthless. Right? It'd be like, why? not that it would be worthless. You would still get something out of the conversations, but like, why not? go all in, right? So be accountable to yourself. And that's one of the things you can learn to start to do is to keep your word to yourself. It's a very powerful thing to learn how to do that. Okay, you guys. So this is what I wanted to say. Hopefully you've learned something or you've had a takeaway or an insight, or you at least just like for the the very least, you just enjoyed listening to me ramble for a while. But you guys, I know the value of mentorship because I have invested so much time and energy and money over the years. I've had mentors my whole life, whether it was, you know, it started in like, you know, your first teacher who like told you you're smart, you did a good job, you can be a writer, whatever the thing is. And then sometimes we have our coaches, like if you were an athlete, like I was growing up, right? We had coaches and then on and on and on. But I have had mentorship. I have received the benefits uh, and the value of having mentors in my life. Some of them were free, right? In the younger years, a lot of them I've paid for because I know the value of it. I know the value of it. It has been life-changing for me to have spiritual mentorship in my life. So I'm not here, I always say, I'm not here to convince anybody of anything, but if any of this has spoken to your heart, has piqued your curiosity, and you're like, hey, I wanna learn more about the quest, I wanna learn more about working with you one-to-one, I always say, just shoot me an email, karen at karenkenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com. Go to my website, go to the contact page, check it out. Or just come join. You can, so that's the quest is the one-to-one. You can just send me an email, say I'm interested in the quest and I can give you all, you know, all the information about the, it's a three-month program and uh, we would work together privately, individually, uh, and it's fantastic. And my clients are, uh, I always say, the, the, this work can seem and sound a little intangible, but the results my, my clients get are, are not. They are very tangible. Um, and then you can also join the nest, uh, and to join the nest doors are open right now. You can just go to karenkenny.com backslash nest, and you'll see the little link Ding! sign up 59 bucks. That's what it is right now to join. And, uh, I don't know if that will always be that price. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but that's what the price is right now. Quote unquote, asterisk subject to change. <laughs> Uh, but right now in January of 2023, uh, I am taking on, I'm opening up uh, the quest. I am, uh, I have space for three new clients. Um, I just had several clients who quote unquote graduated out. Uh, they will probably be back uh, because here's the other thing too. Let's just be transparent. You're not going to solve all the, all, you're not going to solve quote unquote everything in three months. But man, are you going to get some results and start to see some shifts and changes within yourself that will ripple out exponentially. It's all connected. It's all connected. And sometimes people come in, we work on some very particular things. They go out, they start to live their life and they're like, oh, now I want to dive deeper into these things. And it's an ongoing, beautiful relationship. So you guys, I hope this has been helpful in some way. Um, Beware. Beware everything that's going to be, you know, coming at you. 
about new year, new you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all of these things that you need to do to get your year started off right and be good and hustle and blah, 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 blah. Burr, 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 burr. I always say like, hey, yeah, it's a new year, true you. That's what's interesting to me. New year, true you. Have this be the year where you are just so authentically yourself, where you are allowing people to see you. You're, you're trusting yourself even more. You're expressing yourself even more. You're showing up. Um, and what does that even mean, right? To be authentic. Uh, to, to me, it's just like, you know, I always think about animals and I'm like, you know, the peacock doesn't spread its tail feathers and go, is this blue, blue enough? Are these greens and purples and feathers? Are they enough? Are they too much? Are they too much? Is this too much for you? Right? No, they just go, right? My puppy, he's not worried about anything. He's not walking around like, am I a cute enough pug? Am I good enough? Am I good enough to play? Am I good enough to be here? No, he's just like doing what he is designed to do. This to me is what being authentic is, is showing up and kind of being like, hey, this is me. Yeah, I still have some things to work on, but I am valuable. I am worthy. I am here to shine my light in the darkness. I am here to spread a little bit of light and love. You know what I'm saying? And some people are going to like it. Some people aren't. And that's okay. That's okay. Not everybody has to like you, get you, understand you. <clears throat> Hopefully the right people will find you and be in relationship and friendship with you. But you be you. You be you. That's what I wish for you. <laughs> so you guys, I'm going to sign off now. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. And hey, wherever you go, I mean this. I mean this so much, right? When you move about in the world, may you being wherever you are, be better for you, be better for the people you come in contact with, be better for the animals you come across, be better for the environment or the space and the place that you are in. Wherever you go, may you leave everybody, including yourself, better off than how you first found them. Wherever you go, may you be some kind of blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.